We are going to tier the current players on the roster and identify where the Buffalo Bills can improve from within in 2024 today on Locked on Bills. You are Locked on Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, and I am your host of Locked On Bills. want to thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout-out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Well, folks, welcome. This is a conversation I've done every single year, I think, for the past four years. And I think it's one of the most important talks that we have on this podcast when it comes to the offseason. Because we have this urgency, this tendency to get all excited about players that the Bills can add from outside the team, whether it's a free agent, whether that's a draft pick, and we look to those players as where the team can improve. Well, the reality is those players do matter, and we're going to talk all about the players the Bills can add in free agency and the draft very, very soon. But even bigger than those outside additions are the players that you already have just getting better. And we've seen this iteration of the Bills. I mean, like the last four or five years of Buffalo Bills, it's just as much as it is guys getting better as it is players that they've added. Just look at this past season. Now. Leonard Floyd and Connor McGovern and Dalton Kincaid and Osiris Torrance, big part of the success of the Buffalo Bills in 2023. But so was James Cook and Spencer Brown and Khalil Shakir and Ed Oliver and Terrell Bernard and Christian Benford just getting better as players and producing at a higher level than they did in previous years. They got to a different tier of contribution. And so my objective today is to take every player from the roster last year and put them into a bucket that tears them in such a way that will allow us to understand where the pathways are for the bills to improve from within. And so that's what we're doing. We're working through that. And so our first chunks of players will be players that have reached their ceiling. Then we're going to get into the players that have room to grow, and these are going to be the important ones, right, where you're thinking, all right, where can this team get better from within? It's these guys. And then we're going to get to, of course, players that are on the decline, and there's some players on that list as well where you look at them and you say, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't think they're going to be as effective as they've been in previous seasons if they're back. So that's what we're doing today, and it's a really critical conversation, especially when you consider that list. James Cook, 
Spencer Brown, Khalil Shakir, Ed Oliver, Terrell Bernard, Christian Benford literally did this thing that I'm talking about right now last season. So let's get to the bottom of it this time around. And I do want to start with acknowledging the players that have reached their ceiling. And within that, we have players that have reached their ceiling, and it's a good thing. You're happy about it. Yeah, these guys are as good as they're ever be, ever going to be, and I couldn't be more happy about that. They've reached their ceiling, and they're a role player. Like, you just accept them for who they are. They're never going to be better than they are right now, and you're fine with that. And then there's this, this other part of the guys that have reached their ceiling that I'm not expecting them to be better players, but I think they can be more effective next season because circumstances prevented them from being the best version of themselves in 2023. So let's do it. The first bucket, guys that have reached their ceiling, and it's a good thing. I have six players in this bucket. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a top two, top three quarterback in the NFL. That's who he is, and that's great. Deion Dawkins, upper echelon left tackle in the NFL. He's reached his ceiling. It's a good thing. Mitch Morse. We know exactly who Mitch Morse is at center. Quality starting center in the NFL. Ed Oliver. I think Ed Oliver showed you this past season what his ceiling is, and boy, oh boy, are we happy with that. Daquan Jones, his running mate at one tech. You know exactly who Daquan Jones is in the NFL. Now, he could pro- you could probably make a case for Daquan Jones that he's reached his ceiling but can be more effective in 2023 or excuse me, in 2024 because of the injury. I probably should have him there, but for right now, I have him in this bucket. And then Taron Johnson. Taron Johnson, all-pro slot corner, probably not going to get any better than he is, but you don't care because he's awesome. So that's the easy conversation. Now it gets a little bit more interesting because these are the players that they're at their ceiling, and I think they're role players. Guys like Gabe Davis. I don't think that Gabe Davis has higher levels to his game to unlock. I think you know exactly who Gabe Davis is. Trent Shurfield. Know exactly who Trent Shurfield is. And I think if you looked to the Miami year in 2022 as hope that he could be on an upward trajectory, I think he told you this past season that the four years prior to Miami and the one year after Miami is really who Trent Shurfield is. Shaq Lawson, you know exactly who Shaq Lawson is. He's a rotational defensive end that can stop the run and contain rush. Reggie Gilliam, solid fullback, special teamer. Tim Settle, rotational defensive lineman that's probably going to disappoint you. Ryan Bates, versatile interior offensive lineman, probably could be a starter, but at worst you have a great backup. Tyler Medikavich, special teams linebacker. Dane Jackson, reserve corner, spot starter, probably don't want him to be, you know, your actual preferred starter. Saran Neal, special teams ace, depth on the defensive backfield. Reed Ferguson, long snapper, Sam Martin, punter. Those guys have reached their ceiling and their role players. Now, this next bucket are players that have reached their ceiling but can be more effective in 2024. Right, You know who they are as players, but something about this past season prevented them from being the best version of themselves, and for most of them, it's injuries. And I am going to go ahead and move Daquan Jones to this bucket because I think that's the appropriate place to put him. So Daquan Jones, 
reach the ceiling, but if he's back with the Bills in 2024, you certainly think that his impact can be greater because obviously he's not going to be limited to however many games he played, like seven games. But Stefan Diggs fits into this bucket where he fell off down the stretch, right? Like the last half of the season wasn't close to the level of production that we anticipate out of Stefan Diggs. And is it because he's on the decline? I'm not willing to say that right now. I haven't seen anything that suggests to me that he can't play to the levels that we've seen in the past. Matt Milano, obviously, we know exactly who Matt Milano is in the NFL, but he was only able to play in four and a half games because of the tibial plateau fracture that he suffered. Dawson Knox, broken wrist, tried to play through it and missed a bunch of games. We know that he can be a more effective player. I'm not expecting him to all of a sudden unlock different tiers, right, than he's already proven, but we know that his impact can be greater in 2024. Tredavious White, self-explanatory. Tore his, or ruptured his Achilles in week four. You're hopeful, but, like, I don't think that Trey White's going to be better than we've ever seen him, but he could certainly be more effective than he's been, and just by simply being available. Von Miller. Obvious. Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass, unfortunately, had a season very similar to his rookie year after kind of taking some steps in his next two seasons. Naheem Hines. He didn't even play. We know who he is. We know what he offers. Pass catching ability, return ability, speed wasn't available in 2023. And then I'm also going to put Jordan Poyer in here. Jordan Poyer could very much be on the decline, but I do maintain that Jordan Poyer played the highest percentage of his snaps in the box of his career. And I think that he could be a more effective player in 2024, assuming he's back, if he's playing in his traditional deeper alignments or as a true low safety as opposed to linebacker, right, on on long and late down. So those are the players that I think, hey, look, you kind of know who they are. They're not expecting them to be a player that they've never been before, but the circumstances of 2023 got in the way, and there's a reasonable path for them to be better in 2024. And that list of players is Stefan Diggs, Daquan Jones, Matt Milano, Dawson Knox, Tredavious White, Von Miller, Tyler Bass, Jordan Poyer, and Naheem Hines. So with that out of the way, the most important part of our conversation is coming up. Players that have room to improve, that can give you a higher level of performance and that there's still upward momentum and upward availability for them to unlock better parts of their game and for them to be even better players than they've been. These are the important players, and we're going to get to them here in just a second, so be sure to stick with me. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet that's 150 bucks if your bet wins. So bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. They've also got the football's futures bets out there. And whatever sport you like, there's plenty of action that you can get in on over at FanDuel. So just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right, folks, welcome back. Let's talk about where the Bills roster has players 
that have room to grow. And again, these are going to be the most important. This bucket I label as if ceiling is reached in 2024, the impact on the team could be significant. If ceiling is reached in 2024, the impact on the team could be significant. I have 10 players on here. And a lot of these are players that showed big growth from 2022 to 2023. And I still think there's more room for them to get even better. Christian Benford. I thought he had a terrific 2023 season. Didn't give up near anything in coverage. Outstanding tackler. Outstanding run defender. He takes away the football. He is a stud. He's young. He's only entering his third season. I think there's still upward mobility there for him. To me, he's a guy that I look at as a for sure starting cornerback for this team in 2024. I think he's an obvious choice for this. Terrell Bernard, it's just his first season as a starter. And he only got four games with Matt Milano. How much better is he going to be with him entering this coming season as the unquestioned starting middle linebacker, green dot player, quarterback of the defense, not splitting reps. It's his show. And ideally, he has Matt Milano along for the ride the whole time. How much better can Terrell Bernard be? I get very excited about that. He's only entering his second season as a starter. Remember the dynamics of last offseason. He wasn't getting all the reps as a starting Mike linebacker. He was splitting them. Splitting them with Tyrell Dotson, splitting them with occasionally with Balin Spector. This is his opportunity. No surprises. Spencer Brown. I think he he finally put it all together in 2023. But we know how physically gifted this guy is in terms of size, athleticism, untapped potential as a guy that's still relatively new to playing offensive line. We saw what year two looked like with Aaron Cromer. Let's go. There's still room here. How about James Cook? That was just his first season as a starting NFL running back. Really, it's first time in a long time he's he's ever, not first time in a long time, first time ever he's had that type of volume. It's been a big storyline for me as I've analyzed James Cook was just the increase in volume compared to what the previous six years looked like for him, whether with the Bills or, or with Georgia. He's going to have a much better feel for what it's like to have well over 300 touches in a season. Dalton Kincaid. It's just his rookie season. Fourth most ever receptions for a rookie tight end. Tenth most yards ever for a rookie tight end. And a guy that didn't start playing football to his senior year of high school. Plenty of potential to unlock with Dalton Kincaid. And that's one that gets me real excited. I mean, Dalton Kincaid should be a 100-plus target player for this team next year. Should be a guy that might challenge for 1,000 yards. Certainly more touchdown production to unlock there. How about Greg Rousseau? Why can't Greg Rousseau in 2024 be the 2023 version of Ed Oliver? Ton of untapped potential. Even Greg Rousseau playing through that foot injury all season long. Entering his fourth season, but... He's not played defensive line for that long, played safety wide receiver in high school, goes to Miami and only has like a season and a half on the defensive line. There's plenty to unlock with Greg Rousseau, and he's so smart. Long, powerful dude. How about Dorian Williams? 
That's a guy with a ton of room for upward mobility. Fast physical football player, but you're still waiting for the game to really slow down for him at the NFL level. I've said repeatedly, I think he could be an X factor for this defense. Help them become more multiple with how they deploy their back seven. Osiris Torrance. First season in the NFL starts every snap at right guard. How much better is he going to be in year two? We saw great growth from year one to year two with Aaron Cromer as it relates to Mitch Morse, Deion Dawkins, Spencer Brown. What does that look like for a guy like Osiris Torrance, who not only has his second season in the NFL, but as I've said multiple times, he gets to spend this entire offseason focusing in on playing right guard for the Buffalo Bills not the senior bowl and the combine and jumping and bench pressing and interviewing and all that. He's just got to play right guard for the Bills. Kyer Elam. Be curious to see what type of opportunity is there for him. But this is the second youngest player on the team right now. Like six weeks younger than Dorian Williams. A lot of good flashes in his first two seasons. John Butler's out of the way. What can he look like in 2024 and beyond? And Khalil Shakir is the last name that I have in this bucket. We saw a a big jump for Khalil Shakir. He led the team in receiving like the last nine games. Unbelievable efficiency. Some Some of my favorite plays in the entire season were made by Khalil Shakir. You know there's more room for him to improve in develop even more chemistry with Josh Allen and more trust and have more volume and and produce more. So this bucket of players, like if you want to talk about where the bills are going to get better, it's right here. It's Christian Benford and Terrell Bernard and Spencer Brown and James Cook and Dalton Kincaid and Greg Rousseau and Dorian Williams and Osiris Torrance and Kyer Elam, Khalil Shakir. Finally, we can look at this roster and say, you know what? They got some young developing talent that we feel good about. And that's a good list of players. This next bucket is important, too. These are players that have room to grow, and this is the way I phrase it. Expectations should be tempered, but growth is possible, and impact on team could be notable in 2024. A lot of these guys are just more or less players that are newer to the team, and so I don't want to say that they're capped and that they're as good as they're going to be, or they're players that might have a different role where they can create more of an impact and do more than they did in 2023. So let's work through this list real quick. Rasul Douglas, obviously a really good player, but you'd like to think that year two with more time with the guys in the scheme, he can be even better. Same exact thing for Leonard Floyd. If he's back, we know who Leonard Floyd is, but why can't he be better? in year two with the team. Same thing with Connor McGovern. I think those three are pretty obvious. Rasul Douglas, Leonard Floyd, Connor McGovern. Established NFL veteran players. I don't expect them to all of a sudden be a different tier of NFL player, but can they be more effective with the Bills now that they have a season under their belt? Absolutely. Cam Lewis, entering his fifth season on the team, has been groomed to play a lot of different spots. I think he can be in line for a meaningful role in this secondary in 2024. Ty Johnson really became the Bills' second-best running back down the stretch. His second season with the team, what does that look like if he's back? Kingsley Jonathan, young, toolsy pass rusher, hasn't been very 
productive at any level. But with more opportunity, he's been around for a while. Is he one of those guys that you look at like a Cam Lewis and say, all right, maybe more opportunities coming your way, your impact can be greater. Taylor Rapp, if he's back year two with the team, feel like he can make a greater impact. Tyrell Dotson, we just saw him play extensively for the first time in his career. If he's back, you feel like there's more for him to do in a third linebacker role if that's what the path is for him. Puna Ford, if Puna Ford's back, surely he can make a greater impact in 2024 than he did in 2023. Deontay Hardy, if he's back, right? Like, further removed from that turf toe injury, I feel a lot better about what he can be. And I, I watched the tape with the Saints. He's a lot better player than what we saw this past season. If he's back with more time with Joe Brady and Josh Allen, you like to think his impact can be greater. Justin Shorter, I have low expectations for Justin Shorter, but he didn't even play in 2023. Can he get himself to a point where he can be a rostered, you know, depth receiver that gives size, blocking ability, maybe some vertical skills, can play a little special teams? A.J. Epinesa is a guy who, you know, the last two years, I feel like he's finally got his body figured out. You know, he went through some pretty significant body transformation his first couple of years. Last two, he's really made a, a significant jump and become a pretty effective player. Why should I think that that's it for AJ Epinesa? So if he's back, you know, you feel like that could be a player that fits into this bucket. So again, the the label that I have here is expectations should be tempered, but growth is possible and impact on team could be notable. Rasul Douglas, Leonard Floyd, Connor McGovern, Cam Lewis, Ty Johnson, Kingsley Jonathan, Taylor Rapp, Tyrell Dotson, Puna Ford. Justin Shorter, Deontay Hardy, A.J. Epinesa. All right, here in just a second, we're going to talk about the players that are on the decline and some players that could grow and get better, but I'm not sure the opportunity for them is going to be there. Stick with us. We're going to break that down here for you in just a moment. You shouldn't have to worry when you're looking to buy tickets for your next big event. Well, you don't have to because game time is here, and it's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events Near you, they've got killer deals on last-minute tickets, all-in prices, views from your seat, and a best price guarantee. I mean, simply put, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. The app is awesome, super easy to navigate. I love logging in. They give you some flash deals from time to time, and uh, it's just easy to navigate. And I also love when that when you buy the tickets, they send them straight to your phone. You don't have to dig through the emails to find them. So snag the tickets without the stress. Take the guesswork out of buying Tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, folks, let's talk about these players that have room to grow, but impact on the team is likely to be minimal. And I think once I talk through this list of players, it'll make a lot of sense to you why they're in this bucket. Alec Anderson, surely as a player that made the roster for the first time in his career, you know he's got the ability to get better. But he's also going to be a reserve offensive lineman. So yeah, he should get better, but will we feel that impact on the team? That's unlikely. And, I, and it's going to be very similar with all the other players on this list. Kyle Allen, if he's back year two in the system on the team, he has a chance to be a more effective player, but 
Hopefully, we don't ever have to watch him play. Quentin Morris, tight end three, still a young developing player. Will we get a chance to really see it? I don't know, but certainly a guy that is very much still developing. Ryan Vandemark is a swing tackle. Apply what I said about Alec Anderson. Apply it to uh, to Ryan Vandemark. Dalen Spector entering his third season at linebacker, probably the fourth or the fifth linebacker. He can get better, but will we be able to really feel it? Not unless he has to play, right? Tommy Doyle, don't forget about this guy. He's been injured the last two years, significant injuries. Certainly he can get better. Will we see him play? Probably not, but there's a path. David Edwards, if he's back, it's likely a very similar role. Backup guard, utility offensive lineman. Certainly he can get better within the team, but will we feel that? Damar Hamlin, still a developing young player. Will he have a role on the defense, right? It's probably an uphill climb there. And then I put Damian Harris in this bucket. He was kind of tough to put anywhere. Kind of wonder what the future looks like. He's had knee issues, now neck problems. Injuries have been an issue. I don't know that he'll be back with the team, um, but certainly he does have room to make a greater impact with the Bills. Uh, But again, the criteria is room to grow, but impact on team likely to be minimal. So Damian Harris Harris fits that for me. So this bucket, Damian Harris, Damar Hamlin, David Edwards, Tommy Doyle, Balen Spector, Ryan Vandemark, Quentin Morris, Kyle Allen, and Alec Anderson. And then the last bucket, these are the players that I think are on the decline. These are players that have reached their ceiling in the NFL, and if they play in 2024, I actually expect a lower level of play. And it's just the unfortunate reality. Some guys just expire. We saw it last year with like a Roger Saffold, and there's players this time around that fit into this bucket. Micah Hyde, I think he's I think he's on the decline. If he continues to play, I don't feel real comfortable about where that production is. Linval Joseph. You know, thanks for coming in and being a veteran and being tough, but I don't I just don't have expectations for Linval Joseph to be very effective. Jordan Phillips, injury problems each of the last four seasons. Run defense just isn't there. I just don't see it with Jordan Phillips anymore. Same thing with Latavius Murray. The the wheels fell off, right? The wheels fell off. Great little start to the season. I think he was a good veteran. He provided some good pass protection down the stretch, but the wheels, you could tell. You could tell it just wasn't there anymore. So guys that are on the decline, players that have reached their ceiling in the NFL in a lower level of play, in 2024 is likely. Micah Hyde, Linval Joseph, Jordan Phillips, and Latavius Murray. So there you have it. Plenty of opportunity for this team to get better from within. And I I love that. I love that there's plenty of developing young talent. I like that there's players that were new to the team last year that in their second season with the guys in the schemes, they can be even more effective. And I also really like that there's a group of players that have reached their ceiling. We know who they are in the NFL, but circumstances got in the way of them contributing more. Like we mentioned, Milano, Dawson Knox, Von Miller, Tyler Bass, Jordan Poyer, Steph Diggs, like those players as well. And this is going to be important because the outside additions might not be very significant. Bills are $50 million over the cap. They're going to have to to cut, you know, and do all these roster moves to, to get cap compliant. The Opportunities to bring in veterans might be pretty minimal, right? It's probably going to be pretty similar to this past offseason. 
Maybe you get a Connor McGovern type signing, maybe a Leonard Floyd type signing, but for the most parts, it's going to be the Trent Shurfields, the Taylor Raps, the Damian Harris's, right? Those are the veterans you're going to bring in. The Puna Fords, those types of guys. The draft could be significant, right? You've got 10 draft picks right now, and you saw Brandon Bean go out and get two big-time contributors in Dalton Kincaid and Osiris Torrance. It'd be nice for that to happen again. But for, for those guys, they're going to be important, but it's about these players growing year over year and for a lot of them reaching their ceiling and for a lot of players, hey, circumstances got in the way in 2023, but we know you can do more in 2024. So I hope you enjoyed this. I think this is always a, a critical conversation that we have, and um, I'm glad you were here for it. This is an important one. Uh, next up, I'm going to talk about the team needs. I want to rank the team needs and really put together Brandon Bean's to-do list, and uh, we get herd mentality this week. We'll start talking free agency, so plenty to get to. Don't miss anything. Would love it if you took a second to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills! And I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.